0: Welcome to the be the CEO of your life and business podcast. I'm Laura Katina and I'm Amy Mara. And we created this podcast out of our own struggles with the hope that we can help other women who are
1: navigating one of the many different seasons we've been through. Whether you're running a business or dealing with the juggling act of your motherhood and your career, we are here to give you real tips and strategies to navigate it all. So let's dive into today's episode. We cannot believe it, but June is already here. And not only that, but we have officially been podcasting for two years now. I seriously cannot believe it. Throughout the past two years, we have recorded and uploaded 107 podcast episodes. It's so amazing, and in honor of our two-year podcasting anniversary, we created a best-of
0: episode highlighting some of your most listened-to episodes throughout the past six months. If it weren't for your support, we would not still be here, able to release a new episode every single Monday.
1: Let's dive into our first podcast episode to highlight. In episode 89, Working Moms, You Will Be Okay, we addressed the elephant in the room when it comes to how hard it is in juggling your career, and being a mom. As a parent, we are constantly juggling so many different things at once. By the time the end of the day rolls around, you are physically, mentally, and emotionally exhausted. But luckily, you will not have to feel this way forever. So take a listen to this clip from the episode here.
0: We want to talk about how hard it is to be a working mom when your kids are younger. You're juggling so many things, and it's just like there are days when you are just like physically, mentally wiped out. And I spent, you know, my kids are very close in age and I have three, so I spent many, 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 many years in that like survival mode. And now they're older, they're almost 13, which is so insane, 13, 11, and 10. And I finally feel like I'm coming out on the other side. Actually the last two Friday nights, Kaylee was at a sleepover, the boys were at baseball, and I was by myself. And Ooh. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Nobody's calling for me. No, it was like, it was just weird. Mm-hmm. And, but I kind of felt like, oh my God, I like made it. <laughs> it's like your Mount Everest, right? Like you, you reached the top. And then I just started thinking back as to like the phase that you're in now. Yeah. Like it's almost impossible to put into words how hard it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, just raising kids alone when they're young is hard, Yeah. but combine that with having a full-time career and it's next to impossible. There are things you can do to like get through it. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was just all about survival. So I had my, you know, things that we'll talk about like my morning routine and my workout and all that stuff, but there was nothing that made it easy. Mm -hmm. Like it was just hard. And I want to tell you today that you will come out on the other side. Like it will be okay. And that's really my message
1: now that I'm here. (laughs) I love this topic. It gives me hope No, because I think that everything is relative to, because my kids are now six and two. And if you asked me about this a year ago, I probably would have started bawling my eyes out because it was such a different time and it was so tough, but as you see, you get more comfortable, you get more confidence in how you're raising your kids and handling all of the things and juggling them all. And you can either choose to recognize that or you can choose to kind of like dwell in the suck of it, right? Like dwell in the, the feelings of like, you're not doing enough or you're not enough for the time and the season that you're going through with your kids. But I, I gotta be honest, it's kind of crazy because with us, when we started this firm, the dichotomy was, I was pregnant at the time with my second. Um,
0: not just pregnant, but like nine months pregnant. I was—I Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, was, I was eight and a half months pregnant when, when we started our firm. And Laura, like to her credit was like, yep, let's still do this. Come on, you can do it. And I had no idea what I was gonna do or what it was going to look like, but I just kind of rolled with it. I kind of just let, let go and just kept on moving forward and taking every day as it came. And I think that that's one tip that I can give and contribute to this. Cause I'm still in the midst of, you know, not having nights to myself, not having any of that free space and time. I think that one tip that I would say is that you have to just take each day as it comes. If you
0: haven't listened to that episode yet, you're totally going to want to. In episode 90, what does wellness mean to you? We're talking about wellness in a way that may surprise you. Throughout the years, we've learned that wellness is not only about working out and eating healthy, but it's about dealing with something when you feel overwhelmed and
1: stressed. Take a listen to this clip from the episode here. The topic that we wanted to talk about today was what wellness means to you. And I know for me in particular, whenever I think of wellness, I can't think of it just anymore as just, a thing that I do. It's not something that I'm just like engaged in, like healthier nutrition or doing a workout or engaging in self-care. It really has become just like a mantra or a way of living for me that I have to feel like I'm applying this notion of wellness to every aspect of my life. And part of that, I think is to the credit that we started this firm based on the foundation that we knew we wanted to do the practice of law differently. We didn't want to be the attorneys that were always stressed out, never taking a lunch break, never engaging in like their friend groups or having meaningful relationships outside of work. And that were always so focused on just the one attorney hat that they wear. So for us, that was one of the reasons that we started this practice is because we were so passionate about the health and wellness that we were going to have from like a longevity perspective. And it was funny because I talked to Laura this morning when I got to the office and I told her that for some reason I listened to our first episode ever I was laughing oh my god and it was fun to listen to it we were so excited to be launching this podcast but even then our message was very clear that wellness was going to be important to us being healthy living healthy and what that journey looked like was going to be a very integral part of our business and we couldn't separate the two
0: right and what was the phrase litigators we're, lunch yes litigators who lunch that take a break and lunch and it's so funny because we were at an event and somebody else who was there commented to me, like, I can't believe that more people don't come to these events because right. it's an event that I think going forward we'll have once a month, but it's called lunch with a judge. And you know, each time a different judge comes and you get to hear from them, ask them questions and just get to know the judges that you're appearing in front of. And I said, because people think that they can't take one hour out of their month. Think Mm -hmm. about that. And we weren't even there for a full hour, honestly, really. Um, So, but they can't take one hour out of their month for something like this. It's Mm -hmm. not billable and it's not work. And it's so not Amy and I, like, we just believe that you should take breaks and you should take lunch. And in our very first episode, we told the story about how we came up with litigators at lunch, because Amy had this idea in this meeting years ago. And when she suggested a lunch meeting, it was like, I mean, last me, seriously. <laughs> and it was just, we grew laughing because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, And so wellness, we we've talked about several times on this podcast, but it's a topic that's incredibly important to us because we believe that wellness mm-hmm. is a feeling. So how do you want to feel? It's not Did you get up and work out today? Did you eat a healthy lunch today? Did you sleep last night? All of these things combined are so important to creating the feeling that you
1: want to create. In episode 93, finding what works for you, we're talking about doing what is best for you if you couldn't guess by the title. It can be so easy to fall into the comparison trap, but what works for them may not work for you. So instead, we challenge you to be flexible in the way that you are approaching your goals and doing so in a way that works for you and your lifestyle. Take a listen to this clip from the episode here. We both actually were listening to the same podcast episode that was published by another one of our favorite people to follow. And in that podcast episode, she talked a lot about how the routine that she has every single day is not a routine. It's more of a reset. And she talks about how she doesn't have something super rigid that she follows, but instead it's like, you know, if she can take some time in the morning to do one thing that makes her feel good, she'll do it. And then maybe she'll take a break and do something else. And it all sounds really, really good. Right. (laughs) And so the thing about that though, is that Laura and I had the same response to it. It would be great to do what she's doing. If we actually had the luxury or privilege to be working from home every single day without having deadlines that were imposed upon us by other people and like had more fluidity, but that just isn't the reality of our situation. So you can have goals and you can be flexible in the way that you approach those goals, but you also need to put it into the best context that works for you. So like listening to this podcaster talk about how she has this routine that she does. And it's like sporadic throughout the day. I was like, wow, that must be really awesome to do our lives. No, because we still have, while we can build our own schedule and we do have a lot of um, freedom in the sense that we can be flexible in, filling up our days and when meetings are scheduled and things like that, to a certain degree. We also know that from the hours of like eight 30, nine o'clock until five, five thirty, 30, we kind of are also at the whim of whether an emergency pops up with a client. If we have to run into court for something, if we have a meeting that pops up, that's an emergency and we almost have to be at the mercy of our calendar in that sense. So like, we don't have, the same flexibility to say, I'm just gonna go do like a workout at 12 <laughs> yeah. 30.
0: Yeah. Right. So she was talking about how she, you know, gets her kids out the door. And then at 8 a.m. when her husband, who doesn't work, um takes the kids to school, she um will then start do like a little something for herself, like whether it's a full morning routine or a mini, you know, morning routine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and I was listening, Amy and I, it was so funny. We both had the same reaction. Um, and for me, it goes back to the same theme that we we talk about all the time. You have to do what works for you. Yep. So I understand that not for me, The I have to get my stuff done, my morning routine starting at 5 a.m. Because that is the time that works for me. I also happen to be a morning person. I love getting up before everybody's up and just having quiet time. But that's what works for me getting my routine in at 8am would never work for me because I'm already getting ready to go out the door. Right. So that would not work for me. She also suggested sometimes she has to do it in the middle of the day. We can't do that. Like that doesn't work for our schedule. Um, doesn't work for our business or anything like that. And it just reminded me of you can get so caught up in what other people are doing and looking at somebody else. Say somebody's looking at me on social media and saying oh my God, 5 a.m. She starts her morning routine and and she gets that all done before the kids get up. I can't do that. And then you start to feel bad about yourself. And it's happened to all of us, Mm -hmm. right? You see what somebody else is doing and you're like, well, that I can't do that. And so I must be doing something wrong. Right. And that's not true. Like you, you really have to find a routine that works for you. And you just can't get caught up in what other people are doing. Like, because- If I listened to this podcast this morning and thought, oh my God, why am I not doing that at 8 a.m.? Yeah. Well, it's because it doesn't work for me and you really have to pay attention and see what works for you and give yourself grace. In episode 94, Protecting Your Energy from Difficult People, we're addressing the importance of protecting your energy, especially in situations where the other person is not showing up as their best self. It can be effortless to want to respond in the same manner as the other person, but in reality, is that how you really want to show up? No. Take a listen to this clip from the episode here. I mean, I always say our topics arise from... Like situations that we're dealing with at home, at work, whatever. And this topic is no different. Um, So this week we're talking about handling difficult people, difficult personalities. Some might even say narcissists. (laughs) Some might say that. We do Um, say that. And just handling difficult people. And I had a situation this week where I, how do I say this nicely? (laughs) I encountered somebody who I knew was going to be difficult so I had mentally prepared myself for this scenario Mm -hmm. beforehand and it was still terrible but I encountered somebody that was incredibly difficult rude disrespectful and it was me and four other people that were speaking with this person and like he was so disgusting to the five of us and it was very very hard to not reciprocate and this is how I know that I have grown (laughs) so much (laughs) since my the younger version of me in my career because when I was in my 20s and maybe even my 30s I would have launched right back at him and given it right back to him but last night I said you know what I have a responsibility here to be professional and to handle this the right way so I am not going to jump back at him and I didn't and it was really really hard but I have to say that that encounter literally sucked the life out of me. Mm-hmm. I was exhausted, and it's really difficult to protect
1: your energy from people like that because the restraint that you have to put out there in dealing with this difficult person—it was like multiplied by a hundred yesterday. <sighs> yeah, because normally there's like a baseline of tolerance, and then there is this. What happened was awful and i think the biggest the biggest thing that's like a kudos to laura is she literally did not waver from the authentic person that she is like she of course albeit she's grown a lot from where she would have flown <laughs> yes. off the handle i told her too the same thing like maybe 5 or 5 to 8 years ago i would have been like you know a lion right back at this person and i still do I, because you know what honestly sometimes it's worth it to make the statements back and just be like, you are so rude or disrespectful or that I don't deserve to be spoken to that way and kind of like break the momentum that that person has in overtaking the whole conversation. But at the same time, sometimes you just gotta bless and release people and be like, you know what? We're not gonna get any better in this interaction. So, okay, uh uh-huh, you're right, great, move on, bye-bye. And it can be
0: so hard to do that. It is always it is so, so hard, hard to do that. And I was just exhausted because it's really hard not to match that energy. Cause it's like, you want to, first of all, I'm glad I wasn't alone yes. because I had four other witnesses <laughs> to this behavior because it's right. so outrageous that it's hard to even describe. Mm-hmm. This person wasn't just disrespecting me. He was disrespecting all five of us. Mm-hmm. And so I almost felt like I had some, like a responsibility to stick up for them. Like it was really hard for me to be professional and to maintain my calm, but I did. And I think that if I had launched into like a tirade back at him, it would have been worse for me. Does that make sense? Like
1: I think you would have regretted it more coming home and being like, you know what? I really didn't like the way that I handled that which is why we talk about like tools and and tips that we use strategies, we use like the 24 hour rule. And- Which is what you said to me, 24 hours. Which is what I said to Lars 24 hours, take a beat. Do not (laughs) respond in the moment. Like let's use our own advice. Because quite frankly, when you're in the middle of an interaction like that, all you are doing is responding in emotion. You're not responding as rationally and as like higher being as you possibly can. In episode 102, is your business an investment or an ATM, we are addressing the fact that it does not matter whether you are the business owner or the employee, the way that you show up and treat your job is the output that you are going to receive. This was such an eye-opening conversation and definitely is one of those episodes that is worth re-listening to. Take a listen to this clip from the episode here. So Laura and I had such a cool conversation this week with Dawn, our paralegal, because there was a line that came out of this conversation that has stuck with me ever since we said it. And I'm so excited that we are now turning it into a podcast episode because I think it's so relevant and it's such a, just an amazing thought or mindset to have around your business and really so many other areas of your life, which I think we're going to end up diving into a little bit more. So The conversation was basically about, you know, careers and your job and your profession. And for somebody like Dawn, who's our paralegal, she has her certification for paralegal school. So she's like invested in this business. She's invested in her career. This is her life path and she loves it. And there's so many parts about this job that she absolutely loves and like lights up about in addition to, you know, having her regular day-to-day paralegal work that she does. And she said, you know, in the context of her work, she says to herself, is this an investment or just an ATM? Amy was like, whoa, I was wait like, a time <laughs> out all the tape back. So we wanted to take that exact same thought and apply it to your business. So for you business owners out there, is your business an investment or an ATM? what it really means to us, at least, and I want, Laura, I want you to jump in and tell us what your perspective is. But for me, it means, are you investing in your business? Is this something that you are, you know, looking to to work on and work hard in and pour your efforts in? Or is it a job that's just helping pay the bills? Is it a job that you're just pulling from and you're taking? So there's definitely a distinct difference between an investment and like serving the business that you're building versus treating it like, okay, it's paying for the needs that I have. It's paying the bills. It's covering my employees. It's covering our bottom line or overhead, et cetera. What do yeah, you think?
0: No, that, that I share that same perspective. And there is such a distinction between whether it's an investment or just a job. Yeah. Um, because when you and we're learning this as we go along mm-hmm. day by day, um, but we have been in our own business now for you know two and a half years. Yeah. And to us, it's obviously an investment. Yeah. We invest our time, our energy. Um, a lot of the time and energy that we put into the business, we don't get paid for. Right. So the marketing, the, obviously the goal of any, you want to make a profit, right? Like why else would you be in business? Mm -hmm. Um, You you need to make an income. You want to make money, but as a business owner, it's so much more than that. Yeah. This is almost like, I don't want to say passion. We had this whole conversation this morning about you can't just do it for your passion because everything you do in business isn't going to be something you're passionate about. Like we're not passionate about sending out bills. We're not passionate no. about the administrative things that we have to do. So you can't go into it thinking it's just going to be this huge passion project because it's just not reality. No. It's not reality. You are investing your time and your energy with the hope of making money but also for us with the hope of, of building something meaningful, that's an
1: actual asset. Does that make sense? Yeah. We're building not only just a business and servicing the clients that we are servicing on a day-to-day business, because our business is a service industry. We're part of a service industry. We are providing professional services to our clients as attorneys and paralegals. And that is our role for the clients that we serve. But We are also building a business that is creating a brand that Laura and I are very, very proud of. So that is also an investment that we're putting into our business to continue to perpetuate that brand and build that reputation. And we're also running a business that's providing for and serving our employees with their source of income and their career fulfillment. So you can't just look at it like, oh, I'm I'm putting in so that I can directly take out a lot of what you're putting in. I think you put it so nicely, like you're putting so much time and energy into this business. It's not just for you to get it spit back out at you. That's where it's like an ATM. You're putting so much time and, and energy that you don't see realized, you know, um, revenue generated but you're still building something. So that's that investment piece, I think. It's always so much fun to
0: look back over the last few months and see what episodes you as our listeners enjoyed the most. As always, thank you again for all of your ongoing support throughout the past two years. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much for tuning in. We thank you for spending
1: time with us today and we'll talk to you on the next episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and perhaps share it with someone that you think might benefit from today's episode. We'll see you next week.